Welcome back to Mining Stock Daily, everybody. We're going to continue and wrap the day with one more corporate update. Happy to welcome in Michael Connor, CEO of Visla Silver. They trade on the TSX Venture in the NYSE with VZLA. A couple of items to tackle here, Mike. Uh, let, let's start with the exploration uh, news that was out from the company this morning. Uh, this is coming from the La Luisa uh, Target. Uh, holy mackerel. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's, that's, I guess that's that's my professional analysis. Uh, the headline number was four thousand two hundred twenty-seven grams per ton silver equivalent over two point three meters. Uh, but within that hit, there was a, about a half a meter of, and I almost spit up my coffee this morning. Eighteen thousand nine hundred fifty grams per ton silver equivalent. Um, it's quite a hit, Mike. Yes, it's uh, it's wonderful news. Um, you know this this project's interesting because we can we can find these high grade ore shoots you know frequently throughout this this land package. Um, you know, so it's thrilling. But uh, La Luisa seems to have all the ingredients um, you know, that make it um, you know have the potential of becoming something pretty meaningful and, and adding a lot of resources here in the district. So uh, great news out of La Luisa, and um, certainly. Uh, we're going to continue to drill here going forward. Yeah. So let me, let's kind of put this into context here because obviously there's great grades uh, within these hits and and you're going to follow through on this vein, but you put some context in there as far as it's where it's located compared to Napoleon and kind of how it's, this is the, the, how it's being oriented in similar fashion. Can you walk us through what you're seeing here geologically? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So it's about, you know, 500 meters to the west of Napoleon. It, it runs in a relatively similar orientation, um, kind of north, northwest, um, south there. And, um, you know, it seems to have a, a pretty nice strike length here, uh, certainly over half a kilometer uh, to start. And, um, you know, some early drilling here. Um, we're just getting into the, the diorite, which is... Um, really the more favorable rock and, and that's why we're starting to see the the uh the shoot kind of open up and uh, the grades increase here so you know i think la luisa is is still um kind of well within the center of mass in the west and and that's really what matters for us here because you know we're we're moving forward we want to build uh a really large mine a you know, multi multi-year large-scale high-grade um, big throughput mine focused on the West. And so finding uh, La Luisa, uh, finding Josephine, finding some of these uh, these smaller areas, and I say smaller when compared to Napoleon, and smaller, you know, as we know them right now, they all have the ability to grow. Um, you know, I think just plays into the, the idea that um, this is going to be one of these very long-lived, high-grade um, underground silver mines in the West here of the, of the project. But uh, of course, that's just such a small portion of the overall uh, district that we have to explore. So, you know, we're, we're certainly not done yet and uh, we're really just getting started here. Uh, where does this sit compared to Kapala for you as in terms of excitement? I remember when you first hit Kapala, it really was a huge, not necessarily a game changer, but you spent a lot of time focusing on that. And this actually seeing these hits kind of remind me of this, you know, back when, when you first hit Kapala. Yeah, it, it certainly has that potential to, to grow into something that meaningful. Um, but, 
you know, Kopala still has my my heart. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, that was that what it was a game changer for us when we when we discovered Kopala, and so I I think um, you know every every vein in the district has a lot of work uh, to do to to achieve the same that uh, that Kopala did for us. I mean, we basically doubled. We added over 100 million ounces of silver equivalent in, in less than a year of drilling. Uh, I don't know any other company that's ever done that, um, you know, in, in, in the silver space uh, at, such a, at such a speed that, you know, all based around Copala. So uh, La Luisa certainly has that potential. Josephine, you know, these, these what are now smaller veins have the potential to grow rapidly. And certainly if they open up into, you know, to nice wide um, structures like they've been known to do in the past, uh, I could see us add, add ounces very rapidly here, but um, you know where I think the the next potential Copala could come from is is um, you know to the east of Copala, which is that that uplifted block. Uh, we'll have some news on that you know in the coming months. Unfortunately for um, for the, you know, the group of people that have been following Visa closely, um, I would have loved to have said that um, you know next week or the week after we're <laughs> we're going to put out some uplifted block news, but uh, we have more drilling to do, be done there. We need need to wait for assays. So uh, that news is coming. But um, you know the the whole district and certainly the western part of this this district is is all growing. You know, mm-hmm. well, Lisa's growing. Napoleon's growing. We're we're having success with infill drilling at Napoleon. Uh, Copala is growing to the south and to the north. Uh, down dip, it, it's you know none of these areas are closed off. So we're, we're just you know, every, every area is is, uh, is looking very strong, and, and we're, we're thrilled about that. But um, you know, there are some areas like you know the soft lifted block that could be like pouring gasoline on a fire. <laughs> uh, so you you're, you're going to go back and attack La Luisa once again with another drill rig here. But uh, you, you mentioned in the in the press release this morning the orientation of that drill rig. You're looking to, for a more favorable location to hit this. So tell me, like you know, what ideally how you would go after this next round of targeting La Luisa? What do you want to do? Well, I, I think it, it it absolutely has to do with targeting the diorites at depth. Um, and we have put another hole in uh, underneath the high-grade hole here at, at La Luisa. And so I, I think that's uh, it's actually labeled in the, um, in the diagram. Uh, I believe it's 242. Um, but, uh, you know, I expect us to, to be able to continue to grow uh, La Luisa here, um, really quite simply from from the existing pads, but we'll need to step back and, and uh, tackle it at a different angle, which um, we should be able to do relatively soon here with um, uh, with some new drill pads. So, um, yeah, and expect more growth from from La Luisa. Okay, okay, very good. Um, anything else exploration wise we need to cover? I know there's kind of been a lot. We we had PDAC. I wasn't able to find you in Toronto probably because you were you know, too busy with the, the world's hottest, uh, silvers, silver stock, but you know what, you know, what do we need to give us kind of a, the cover of the book right here? Where are we at? Well, you know, what it all comes down to is our vision. I mean, this is what, what drives us. And, um, our vision is to become one of the world's largest silver primary, uh, single asset producers to this, this district here. And so in order to do that, uh, the near-term catalyst that get us there is an updated resource in the second half of this year, and then a PEA putting economics around um, you know the known areas of mineralization and our resource. And so, 
you know, what we're doing to that end, you know, this year, of course, is uh, seven rigs turning, 90,000 meters of drilling, focused majority on Kopala uh, and Kopala uh, areas that are near Kopala that are going to add kind of the highest ROI, um, likely the highest return on, um, on resources here with, for drilling. So, so that's really the focus. Um, while the WISA, that, that's included in that, Napoleon, that's included in that as well. Um, these areas are critical for, for the resources that we're putting together. Um, and then really it's, it's demonstrating that this is uh, a very robust, uh, high-grade, high ROI, uh, high IRR, high, you know, large NPV mine. And uh, the PEA is going to demonstrate that. And so, you know, we, we're driving towards those economics. And, and I think that's, you know, the earliest you might see that would be in, in early 2024. But uh, we're really not putting, a, um, you know, a target date on that yet because we still have more drilling to do at, uh, at Copala, uh, Uplifted Block, La Luisa. There's still more, um, you know, open resource areas that we need to, uh, you know, to, to, to include into a resource. So that's why this, this um, upcoming resource in the second half of this year is, is so important for us. Yeah. Uh, last week was pretty fun. If you're into uh, precious metals equities here, Mike, I'm sure uh, it was a little exciting as a CEO of Visa Silver to see uh, that big run up. I mean, you guys traded a ton of shares. I don't want to necessarily pin down Visla and really the price action the last couple of days, but just maybe give paint us a picture of where we are here as a sector, given this, the silver equities really seem to outperform you know, you saw gold outperform, then you saw silver equities, then maybe silver, and then the gold equities. I mean, it was kind of all over the place here. But in my mind, watching the price action on Friday, I could hardly turn off my computer because every 15 oh, yeah. minutes was something happening. But really, <laughs> it seemed like some of the well-established silver juniors were catching enormous bids. They were trading a bunch of volume. You know, what was... What was happening? What what kind of conversations were you having? Investor call, banker calls, whatever. What was going on? Well, one thing's for sure, and that's that uh, most investors have a problem, and the problem <laughs> is is that they're massively underweight equities that relate to precious metals, whether it be silver or gold. Um, you know, Mercer has has um, come out and suggested that all their portfolios have a certain weighting. I think it's a five percent weighting to to gold. And basically, you know, your, your generalist fund out there, your generalist uh, PA, your, your average investor has a 0% weighting to gold. And so when something like this happens with, uh, you know, what feels like the first few dominoes falling, um, you know, in, in, a, in a banking crisis, people flock and flood to kind of the higher quality names and they, they, they need exposure. And so... You know, I'm sure you've heard this a, a million times. And, you know, it's like putting the contents of uh, Hoover Dam through a garden hose. It's like pouring a, a pitcher in a shot glass. You know, any any of these uh, analogies um, are true, but there really is such a small group of, of investable companies. Um, you know, in the precious metal space that uh, that offer kind of both quality and torque. And, and I, I'm very fortunate that Visa is one of those, but. You know, you, a lot of that price action had to do, of course, with it getting added to the SILJ, which is you know huge for us. But we were marketing, and we have been marketing, you know, this whole year and that last year um, to kind of the you know groups outside of our specialty in in the space. And so I, I like to think that there's 
there's a lot of new shareholders coming in and, and buying Visa because of what they see uh, happening out there in, in the banking industry, but also, you know, the world as a whole. I mean, mm-hmm. there just isn't mm-hmm. enough metal. Um, there's not enough metal. There's not enough silver for, uh, you know, net zero goals and things like that. Um, and there certainly is a, a massive underweighting for most uh, investors in the precious metal space. And I think Visa is going to be the benefactor of that. Do you have any data or sense of where majority of that trading was coming from, whether it was from the Canadian listing or from the NYSE listing? It was majority Canadian listing. Oh, interesting. Um, typically, we trade about 60-40, maybe 65-35 in favor of the venture. Um, but we're starting to see the NYSE pull ahead. And this is this is classic. This is typical if you look back at Silvercrest or Meg or any of kind of the silver companies that had dual listings started off in Canada. Um, you'll start to see that at a certain point, the, the American, the U.S. listing um, starts to surpass the, the Canadian listing. That's typically when you see the institutional uh, transition happen. And, and we're just on the verge of that. Um, oftentimes, you'll see stocks trade up on the back of that as well. And actually, today we were down uh, off of the open on the venture, but we were up on the NICE, uh, hmm. trading you know over a dollar fifty on the NICE. Um, so it, it's it's starting to happen for Visla, and and you know any history buffs of silver stories uh, in Mexico will will know that that's a good thing, um, you know, for the equities typically. So. Uh, it's it's a really good sign. All right. Well, we'll to continue to watch this play out. Uh, I don't believe that we have seen the end of the whatever the crisis we're seeing, whether it's a a, a banking crisis or potentially a, a a debt crisis here, Mike. But uh, one thing's for sure: I think people like you and my and, and I like to say, like in the beginning of the conversation, you said, you know junior uh, silver and gold people have a problem. You, you were talking about financial problems, not the psychological problems a lot of us have. <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, maybe maybe we'll get our bailout here. We'll see. Uh, but I appreciate your time. Uh, congratulations with the continued exploration success. And we'll obviously be chatting again as news continues to come into the market from Visla. Awesome. Thanks, Trevor. I appreciate it. The information presented should not be considered investment advice. Mining Stock Daily and its affiliates are not responsible for any loss arising from any investment decision in connection with the material presented herein. Please do your own research or speak with a licensed financial representative before making any investment decisions.